Welcome to Living Jesus. My name is Chika Onyansi. And um, of course, we do know this is uh, the first time you're listening. This is a, a platform where we get to share brief messages um, concerning or regarding or about the living Jesus, the resurrected Jesus, the Jesus who is alive and is seated on the throne. Hallelujah. Uh, the, the, at the right hand of God the Father. Praise God. Now we get to, uh, you know, talk about this Jesus, you know, uh, knowledge that he has given to us. Amen. We get to share it on this platform. And and this is in a bit to help us grow in our knowledge of him. Um, and, and by so doing, we become more and more like him. Hallelujah. There's no other person we want to be more like than the Jesus who is alive, this Jesus that we know, this Jesus that gave his all for us. Hallelujah. And so today we're looking at the topic, um, your experience is for all. And your experience is for all. So we, we, everyone knows that, you know, we're currently and still will go through certain experiences, one, you know, one experience or another. Um, some of us, uh, it might be one experience, but time, sometimes you have, you know, an array of experiences, <laughs> praise God, um, you know, hitting you per time. And um, whether you're a Christian or not, the only thing is just that as a Christian, it just hits you differently. Amen. And you you have a certain uh, knowledge and understanding regarding um, experiences, regarding, you know, challenges, regarding uh, tribulations, regarding sufferings. Hallelujah. Like Paul will call it. Um, we, we see it differently than the world will see it. Praise God. So what we're saying today is that your experience is to profit all. It's for everyone's profit. Um, it's not, uh, it's, it goes beyond, it is just me. It goes beyond, it's my thing. It's what I have gone through. Yes, we understand it's what you have gone through, but it's a reason why you have gone through what you have gone through. Hallelujah. And God doesn't do things, you know, haphazardly. He he, he, he calculates the things that he does. So what, what you're going through and what you have gone through, there's a reason for that. And there's an outcome that heaven expects. Praise God. So it will, it would interest you. Hallelujah. What heaven has, you know, detailed or what heaven has calculated by experience. Praise God. So let's, 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 let's take a quick look. Now in second Corinthians one, three, I read very quickly three to 10. It says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus. In, that's, uh, yeah, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 to 10. It says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforted us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For, for as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth in aboundeth by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. Hallelujah. And our hope is our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as you are partakers of the suffering, so so shall ye be also of the consolation. For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure, above strength, in so much that we despaired even of life. 
But we have the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raiseth the dead. Who delivered us from so great a death, and doth deliver, in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. Praise God. Now, all this English, hallelujah, we have just read, is to explain, this is Paul explaining to the church at Corinth, you know, what it is that they have gone through. And he's explaining that the sufferings that they go through is not just for spiritual, for them, it is also, it's not just for them personally who are the people going through it, but also that by overcoming those sufferings, they will also be able to comfort, you know, the church. Hallelujah. The God we serve, um, the Father of mercies, that means he's the source of all mercies. Hallelujah. That's the one that shows us mercy even in time of suffering. And he's also known as the God of comfort. That's the one that comforts you. Praise God. It, this, these things are available in the kingdom. That's why I said you will see differently if you're in the kingdom, if you're in Zion, than if you're to be outside. Because you will not understand what, what the God of mercy is. You will not understand what the God of all comfort is. You won't, you won't get it. Hallelujah. And you, you might not experience this because, because you're not living in the covenant um, of the New Testament. Hallelujah. Now, this God takes us through roots and sufferings in, in Christ Jesus, you know, not just to shape and strengthen us, but, you know, to also become a source of encouragement to someone else going through a hard, you know, experience. Now, when God does things, it is not, you know, just for you alone. It's not just for self, but he does it for the body. Hallelujah. Now, when I mean the body, I mean for the body of Christ. Now, the reason why, you know, self will even happen is so that in shaping and in grooming you, you know, um, you now become of great value to the body of Christ. So the end of that, your suffering is for the common good of all. Hallelujah. So that thing you have gone through and the thing has hit you hard you've wept, it's so sorrowful, so painful, it's such a huge storm, you've not seen this kind before, and all of that, and all of that, you, you've, you're, you're thinking, why, is it just me, what is wrong with me, you know, why is God, you know, allowing all, the, all of these things happen to me, now, I'm saying, those things are to shape you, to groom you, to strengthen you, hallelujah, strengthening you in the things of God. I mean, you're a warrior. We're not civilians in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You're a soldier, a soldier of Christ. Now, um, so he, the trainings we go through are those like, you know, when, when people go for military trainings. So I'm saying this is like in the spirit. So these trainings are to build you up. But you see, beyond that, the trainings that they go through in the military, it's not just for self. It will, it is good for self because you're built up. You will, you will, you would build muscles. You will, you will, you would, you would, you will, you will gain skills and tactics and, you know, knowledge, you know, you're, you become a lot smarter. You know what to do. There's a lot of experience and all. But you see, beyond it, 
beyond it. All of that that you're going through or that you've taken you through, no matter how high and mighty it is, it is for the common good of your nation. Because in the end, while you acquired all of those skills, is to protect the nation. That's how it is in the body of Christ. So all of the things that you're going through, you will benefit. It's for you. You will grow. You will mature. You will become better. You will become more like Jesus. Praise God. But you see, it's for the common good of the body of Christ. Now, Paul talked about being pressed out of measure and above strength. You know, in this scripture that we just read, um, such that, you know, they didn't think they were going to make it. Now, um, they thought, okay, this this is probably, you know, where this entire journey is possibly going to end. Now, what this shows is that what came to them was such that they had not seen before they had not experienced before because it was something they had gone through that's what experiences do to you once you experience you take note it's a learning curve for you you take note you find out where did you miss it whoa this was what god was saying this is where okay so we get better now when such a thing comes you already know what to do because you've seen it before now and that's why when somebody else is going through the same thing you know you you know the kind of words of advice to offer because you've seen it and you know where the pitfalls are you know what to do hallelujah but this one came and that's why you will know there are not things they have they have gone through before this is a lot more than they have gone through before the shape of this came in a more you know hallelujah i like to use the word colorful praise god you know such that you haven't you know experienced before and it came in such a way that their strength couldn't carry it. With all the Holy Ghost and, and word and, and all of that packaged together on the inside of them, power and authority given to them by Jesus Christ, they didn't have enough strength to withstand what was before them. And so it was overwhelming and more than you know they had ever had to deal with. Now, you may ask and say that didn't God say that he will not allow us go through you know any temptation that is more than what we can handle true that's very true but you see the thing here is that it was still within limits but the limit now is not uh what is on the outside praise god the limit now is not what is on the outside but shifted to what is on the inside now so the more you grow in Christ, your limit extends. That means according to the power that is at work in you. So Paul and his companions realized that everything in the physical failed them. And all they had was the God within. The God that was within or the God that is within them. Who then rose to change the situation. Now that on itself was proof that they had uh, expanded beyond what they were used to. They had grown. Praise God. God would do as much as you have put on the inside. When those temptations come, as overwhelming as they are, the thing is that where this scripture still stands here is that no matter how overwhelming the situation is, as long as what you have on the inside is Jesus, 
your limit is still bigger than what it is that is outside. So it shifts from your strength on the outside and enters to the strength on the inside. And so you realize that no matter how overwhelming it is, you can take it. So when Paul then were thinking, oh, this might just be the end. Uh uh-uh, That's not true. They had to look inside because what was inside was able to take it even as much as it looks like it was going to be the end. And now that was proof that they had grown even on the inside. Because according to the power that is at work in you, that's how much God is able to do. So it means that the more you grow, the more what is on the inside of you grows. And that which is on the inside of you, that's what will rise up on the day when temptation comes. No matter how, 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 how overwhelming it is, you'll be able to handle it. As long as what is on the inside, what you have been putting on the inside, because it's also dependent on you, what you have been putting on the inside is that great. Hallelujah. So if you've been playing when you ought to be working, I mean, working according to the things of God and trying to grow your spirit man and give him muscles and all of that. If you've been playing, then when these kinds of temptation comes, you will find out that it will exceed your physical strength and possibly the one on the inside. You might not be able to take it. Hallelujah. Remember, there are levels in the spirit. Praise God. And then you will ask and say, so, but why would the temptation come to me if what I have on the inside? No, because God functions with you according to what you're meant to be. You see, he has what he's seen you ought to be. And the provisions he makes for you daily is according to where he has seen you or what you ought to be. Not what you're looking at yourself. Hallelujah. That you, you're, you, or that you are. So he's seen you and said, no, this one is a prophet and I've seen him as a prophet. even though right now he's still just loafing around and all of that but you know what I send him this I'll send him that just to you know shape him and take him to that expected end so when trials are coming they're coming based now now when 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 those things are being sent your way God expects that you respond a certain way to them and the more you respond the more you grow, the more you mature, the more you respond. Now, if you keep skipping classes, when that exam comes, you're going to fail. Hallelujah. Remember, the exams are set based on the teachings that have come your way. If teachings haven't come your way, that kind of exam will not come to you. So when you have the storm coming, it's because God expects that based on the teachings and on this journey you have been coming through, you ought to be able to pass this exam. So what has been coming to you is supposed to build your capacity to a 70%. And because I know that 70% will be able to contain whatever thing is being unleashed. But because you have been messing around, you didn't build up to 70. Now you're at a 40. And you want to take on something that requires a 70% capacity, you know, to overcome. That's a challenge. Now, did God bring something that you cannot? No, no, he didn't. He brought something that you can. But you're the one who didn't work it. Now, let's move. That's, that's, that's teaching for another time. 
But we look at Acts 20, if you read from 22 to 24, because of time, we might not be able to take that. You know, Paul was talking about, to, towards the end of his ministry, was talking about how the, the spirit of the living God was um, telling him, that, you know, there are sufferings, there are afflictions waiting for him in every city that he enters. And then he said something striking. He says, but that he's not what? He's not moved by it. How can you not be moved? The, the spirit of God is telling you for every city you enter, there's suffering here for you. Paul says, I go in that direction. I'm not moved. This man built what, what he had on the inside. He gave it chance to grow such that even when the spirit of God came and was telling him what would befall him, the man said, bring it on. I'm going in that direction. The disciples, the brethren, you know, they tried, even the ones in Jerusalem tried to tell him, no, don't go in this direction. We know he said, what, where else will I go? Than to, than to go in this direction because that's, that's my fate in Christ. That's, this is what God has, why, why would we want to run away from these things? This is what Jehovah has, has planned and mapped out. Now, you will, you will look at these things and then you will wonder. But, you know, that's the testimony of a man. That's what I'll say. Now, that's the testimony of a man who has expanded what it is that he carries on the inside. Now, as you go through the sufferings that you go through in the name of Jesus Christ, what happens is that... Uh, you know, you begin to gain stature and then you grow and then you, you're able to take in more and more. Now, the end is that you now become a great addition and of great virtue to the body of Christ like Paul. We'll read of his journeys. You know, uh, like I said, the only reason why when, when you hear some of these things, your spirit man is strengthened. You wonder, how can a man be so radical? They're telling you there's death waiting for you here. There's suffering waiting for you here. You say in the name of Jesus. Is it in the name of Jesus? Say yes. He says, and I go in that direction. When you hear such things, there's something that does to your spirit, man. That's what I'm talking about. The suffering that man went through is what builds up. In When we hear the stories of how he overcame and slept in the Lord and won in the Lord, it gives us faith. It charges our spirit, man, on the inside. Hallelujah. So these things he went through built him up. But the greater thing is that we're standing here today because of those things. Hallelujah. So God expects that the experiences that you go through, you don't keep it to yourself, but you use it to strengthen someone with it. Because it is a ministry on its own. You know, the tale of your journey has certain amount. That's the thing about heaven. There's a calculation that each of the sufferings that you have gone through, there's a, there's a, a certain amount of souls this should bring in. You say, how do you know? How do you know? How do you know? When, when, when the Holy Ghost came, that was an experience. Hallelujah. When the brethren were gathered together, when he came. And people came around talking, oh, we, what is this? What is going on here? Why am I hearing my language here? You know, and all of that. What is this? Are these people drunk with new wine? Blah, 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 blah and all of that. And they drank with wine this early morning. And Peter came out to address them. The Bible says when he came out and gave a speech. Now the speech he gave was about the Jesus who is now the Christ. Because that was the essence of the coming of the Holy Ghost. To bear witness that Jesus has ascended and the job done, completed. 
So when he stood there and gave that message, 3,000 souls came into the kingdom of God. Heaven had already calculated that the moment this happens, this is what this will yield. For Paul, it was the same. See, heaven has calculated that for the sufferings that Paul will go through, Gentiles will be saved. So for the sufferings that you have gone through, heaven has a calculation of the souls that ought to be saved from that ministration. That same thing that you have kept to yourself and said, well, I don't really, I don't, no, 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 hallelujah. Find the platform. And heaven has a way of doing these things that when you go through stuff, he drags people who have gone through the same thing close to you or who are going through such pain. Similar, it might not be exactly the same, but situations that when you hear, the moment you begin to speak, faith enters the person. Hallelujah. And God expects you to do that. Not that you see, you say, ah, well, it is well with you. It is well with you, my sister. It is well with you, my brother. Nuh-uh. There's something on the inside of you. It's called virtue. And the Bible says the reason why you went through all of that is not just to build you up, but for the common good of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. We've taken so much time here. Praise the Lord. So I would just ask that. Think about it. The things that you have gone. And then again, I would like to also let you know that no matter what it is you're going through now, hallelujah, you must overcome. Bible says, thanks be to God. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God, to Jesus Christ, who always causes us to triumph. We will always triumph. It's, it's a given that we will triumph. Hallelujah. So make no mistake. Don't even, don't think too hard. You will always triumph. It's, it's our heritage in Christ Jesus. But what I'm saying today is ensure you build somebody up with what it is that you have gone through. That testimony you have, don't keep it to yourself. Find someone. And you may never even know that just by sharing this thing, you're strengthening someone. Some people might never come to you to tell you, oh, this is what I'm going through. But just by sharing it, you're saving a soul. And meanwhile, heaven has calculated. Remember that always. That by what you have gone through, X, Y, Z number of souls ought to be saved from it. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. I pray the Holy Ghost will uh, expand this more to you and bring, bring more light. Hallelujah. And so that you and I can continue to be a blessing to the body of Christ. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Bye.